Happy early Halloween, everyone. This is Bryson. This is not Chris Hogan. I'm not a ghost. And I'm here with my good pal, my Mexican pal, Alonzo. What's going on, Alonzo? I could be better. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to get into what happened to me on Saturday. But the trade deadline did wreck me today. I was refreshing for the last, I want to say, 24 hours. I was just refreshing Twitter. And first, the Demarius trade kind of made me think we were going to get Tate. So I felt great. And then the Tate trade. And it was just brutal. Well, I have lab on these days. So I was in lab. We had the Bunsen burners going. As someone pointed out, it looks like a high school lab. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it, kinda, it does, actually. But so, yeah. I'm, so I'm in lab. Got the Bunsen burners going. We're heating up whatever the fuck we're heating up. And I have my Apple Watch on, and I start getting notifications from Alonzo, and it just says, "I want to die." <laughs> I was like, what? "I'm like, I'm like, I look at my lab partner, and I'm like, excuse me." And I walked out, and got my, I left my phone in the classroom, and I left, and I checked Twitter, and I was like, "What's going on?" And I checked, and then someone on Twitter had tagged us in an old post about the Patriots trading for what's the, what's the dude's name. What's the dude's name? Old Patriots wide receiver played for the Texans. Uh, Keyshawn Martin. Keyshawn Martin. And I was like, what? What's going on? And then I saw the Golden Tate news. <laughs> then I saw the Demarius. Well, no, I saw the Demarius Thomas news first. And then I, uh, like, entered entered Twitter and was like, Tate. Or I, I don't even know if I tweeted or not. And I was like, let's give Tate. Whatever. Whatever it was. So I went back. Yeah. Five minutes later, it was like, then Tate was traded. I get the notification from Schefter. Tate gets traded away. And I was like, oh. This sucks, but I didn't think much of it because I was a little bit busy burning potassium chloride, Alonzo. I wanted to burn my life. <laughs> I could tell. Can you burn my life? Can you do that? <laughs> I, think my resp- I think my response to you was, please do. After you said I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. No, just God awful. Thank God it they w- won last night at least. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we said that Tate was available, probably would be available for the right place in the offseason. Nailed it. Uh, Demarius Thomas, that was a good one. Nailed it. Nailed it. So We've nailed every traded. single one. We've and nailed said, every single one. It's absurd. I, I said, ha ha, Clinton Dix, and people laughed at me. People laughed, Alonzo. I said, ha ha, Clinton Dix. Going to trade him last year of his deal. I was telling you about Snacks Harrison days before he was getting traded. That's in our DMs. But, you know, I think oof. we're we we might just be the best. We're just like looking at expiring contracts and what's going on, and that account with five tweets that is F- Philip Dorsett's Le- cousin's burner <laughs> that tweets "fuck you, Nick Casario." <laughs> we're all over. And it. JC, I had a JC Jackson family burner in my mentions last night, telling me that Jonathan Jones sucked. <laughs> this is right before Jonathan Jones got reinserted into the game for JC Jackson. Because J.C. Jackson was lit on fire. Ooh. Hey, besides, uh, other than that, someone who needs to be lit on fire, Chris Taylor, if you're listening, get lit on fire. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Loyola boys. That's all I say. <laughs> Fuck you, boys. Uh, <laughs> I was shocked Jared Cook didn't get trade, traded. I was kind of a little bit shocked about that. Who else? Uh, Landon Collins. I thought Landon Collins might get traded, but it kind of makes sense to not trade him. He's kind of a leader on their team, probably extension. Tate, Golden yeah. Tate getting traded really did surprise me. Like, I, I thought he could be traded, but I didn't think he would be traded. I just thought they would ask a little bit too much. And 
in the end, it, it's really they're in the yeah, it's like, really, they're in the playoff hunt. They have exactly, that's what I was gonna say, right? But like they just bought Snacks Harrison for a fifth round pick, and you know what? I actually get the Snacks Harrison acquisition, even if you're not a buyer for this year, because Snacks is under contract very, very reasonably uh, for the next two years, like after this one, and he's an elite player. So I actually get that move from a 2019 and 2020 standpoint, but they're a game out of the playoffs right now. And Tate is Matthew Stafford's favorite receiver. I don't know if he was their best one at this point, but he was definitely Stafford's favorite. This crunch time guy. It was just a strange move um, from their, like from their point of view to make right now. Uh, during the offseason, it would have made a lot more sense. In my opinion, maybe they could have gotten someone to replace him in the slot. But for now, I just – I didn't get it. When I saw the the tweet, the report from yesterday that he was available, um, at first I couldn't believe it. And then there was just more more and more people adding on to it. So, yeah. I just have one question, which is how many games until – Make America Great Again, Golden Tate gets into a fight with just social justice warrior Michael Bennett. How many games? Uh, I'll go. If he were on the Panthers, like that would Eric Reed might kill him. In yeah, but he could first because practice. Golden Tate is untouchable. Golden Tate, I would pick Golden Tate against anyone. Give me Golden Tate all day long. Again, Golden, Tate, a, Golden Tate is a, is a crazy person. He's a psycho. He's a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how long it will take to get him into a fight. I'll say one and a half practices. <laughs> he shows up with his red hat on. <laughs> Michael Bennett slowly slides his non-existing shoulder pads off his chest and beats his ass. That's one for the you know, Golden Tate blowing up the, the Eagles and then re-signing cheaply for the Pats. You'd like to see that. You, you would like to see that. Yeah. The Eagles, by the way, have beaten us in the last 12 months. They've beaten us in a Super Bowl, and they've beaten us in the Michael Bennett sweepstakes, now in the Golden Tate sweepstakes. You hate to see it. I hate the Eagles. I think the Eagles right now, most hated NFL team. It's It was really weird to see all the Patriots, uh, in quotations, trade targets, and then you just see the Eagles along with every single one of them. It's like the Patriots mm-hmm. are interested in Demarius Thomas, so, so is Eagles. Patriots are interested in Golden Tate. So are the Eagles. Hate to see it, Eagles. Go fuck off somewhere else. Well, it's almost like they have needs at similar positions. Yeah, like quarterback. What? Quarterback. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Winsylvania, baby. All right. Uh, Alonzo. I th- we're going to pour one out for Golden Tate. and I'm, I'm going to pour about 17 out for Golden Tate. I'm not over that, man. You know what? Like, we did – we did a, imagine the grandstanding we would have been able to do today. <laughs> I tweeted out – I tweeted out with a fake rap account um, in August that the Patriots were trading for Golden Tate. I would have brought that back. We would have brought the Golden Tate is a Patriot podcast back. It's just sad. It's really sad. Golden Tate should be a Patriot right now. The Eagles got such a great deal out of it, too. Yeah, really. And I, 
I saw the third rounder. The Patriots have three third rounders. I thought if they really, you know, if they really wanted to, they could get this deal done. But at the end of the day, they don't. Another thing that, that didn't make sense for me was the Jamie Collins Patriots reunion. Like I was never about that. I was no. Not, I was no thank you. Like dude's no. a, that dude no. hates. Not only does he not like football, but he's also just a nutcase. Like he doesn't. He, first of all, he doesn't like football. That's horrible. Number two, you got <laughs> number two in a contract year, wearing bags on his hands to practice because he got a manicure. That's your linebacker. He's, this is yeah, your linebacker. He's like the anti trade flowers in a contract year. <laughs> exactly. It, seriously. Now, Jamie Collins, uh, he was the one guy. I guess by the end of the day, by the end of the deadline, after all that refreshing and all that getting hopes up for Golden Tate. Um, I would have taken anything, so I might be defending a Jamie Collins trade right now if they had made it. That being said, I mean, Jamie Collins is bad. If you watch the Browns, he's bad. He has He's actually had pretty decent tackle stats this year. Those are meaningless. He's bad. He, he gives 50% effort on, like, most of the Browns' defensive snaps he's just not good anymore and what type of an impact would he have made to be honest I don't think he sees the field over Landon Roberts and you guys know how I feel about Landon Roberts if you've listened to this so that should say a lot about what I think of Jamie Collins guess how many linebackers Jamie Collins has a better PFF grade on the Patriots I'm gonna say zero it's one and it's by like point point two and it's a Landon Roberts. Is it Hightower? It's a Landon oh. Roberts. <laughs> My God. It's like yeah. point two or whatever. It's like his his grade was like a 60 or 59 point something, and Landon's hovering at the same – around the same. So if that gives you – look at this drop-off. Vaughn Miller yeah. wanting money head-ass. I want Vaughn Miller money, he said. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boy, could you imagine, though, if they had traded, traded um, Collins here? to have Hightower and Collins on the Patriots in 2018 and them being maybe your third and fourth best linebackers or at best, like second and third. Yeah, man, we would, and, we would love to see that. But, <laughs> no, we'd yeah, hate to that see would it. Just be, that would just be, imagine if I had told you that after 2015, like, oh yeah, they'll have both of them in 2018. One of them will have been with the Browns and they will not be the best linebacker duo that you could throw out there. I can see it now. There's a there's a tight end in the AFC Championship game. I don't know who he oh, is. Oh Jesus! But Jamie no, Collins lines no. up on him and just has, just imagine like Jamie Collins against Travis Kelsey in 2018. Ooh, that'd be a that'd be pretty bad. Yeah, it would be awful. By the way, if the Patriots play the Chiefs again, Gilmore, please check Kelsey. Maybe, maybe Alonzo. What about Little Tyree? What about Midget Hill? You gotta do something about midget. You gotta like, you gotta do something. You gotta like, you gotta. Like, you gotta I don't know. I was about to say something really bad, but you gotta just at least you gotta push him. <laughs> you gotta push him down a couple times. Fair, I, fair. I, I, midget I, Hill, Midget Hill's great. Yeah, he is really good. But on those like little routes that he does, like those little those little drag routes, those under five yards. It's one thing that Jamie Collins did do really well. If you remember the 2014-15 season, he absolutely decimated Megatron within five yards when he didn't have the ball. Yeah. And then yeah. Jordy Nelson, another play. I want to see him do that to Tyreek Hill. Just someone, yeah. someone well, do it. Get him out of here. 
I think Hightower might be um, tasked to do that, and then Hill will <laughs> how just could, run uh, right by him. Uh, yeah, how could, <laughs> if if Hightower could get Danny one Shelton out, might have a better chance. <laughs> if, but, I, if Hightower could get one out of ten fingers on Tyreek Hill, I would be stunned. I'd be absolutely stunned. Uh, all this Hightower like semi slander only for him to save another Super Bowl this year. You know, he he looks but be- he looks a little bit better. He looks a little bit better. He it is he does it, though, I, yeah. He, Legit. He, clearly he was injured the whole season, probably. Oh, I think I he told I don't remember the reporter, I'm sorry. Um might have been like Tom Curran that his knee he told this that this to them before the season that his knee would just be something that they would have to manage for the rest of his career. So I think this is like not quite a Malcolm Mitchell situation, but a guy with pretty chronic knee issues that are starting to catch up to him. And you can see it, right? Like you can see it in his play. He's just, he's not the same guy he was last year. I think it's really different from Gronk, right? Cause Gronk's play has dropped off. There's clearly been a decline there, but I think that's mainly due to the fact he's been playing on a bum ankle than like actual real decline. I think with Hightower, it's a sustained decline based on his chronic knee issues. Do you, do you, I'll I'll give you one chance to go ahead and back up on Travis Kelsey isn't the best tight end. You get this chance. You have the floor. If all right, if Gronk plays like this and he's off the injury report, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL. I seriously think Gronk is playing on a high ankle sprain, man. No, I... did you watch the Texans game? Did you watch the week one game? Gronk, he was getting triple teamed and he was getting opened. <laughs> yeah, I think he's hurt. I think he's really hurt. Uh, something, yeah. the, only, the only astute they said on the broadcast last night was talking about Gronk when he was tracking the ball, when he was catching the ball. He does look really stiff. Yeah, he he looks stiff. He just, he just doesn't look right, man. And he looked great against the Texans in that week one game. Okay, he looked really, really good. Like, he had just not missed a beat. And then for him to look like a shell of himself now, I think he's playing, and I'll say this just as, like, as hot a take as you'll get from me. Gronk, his incentive package might be what is holding him back, right, from reaching, like, full Gronk status again this season. Because I think he is – he's obviously incentivized just, like, economically to play – right this year snaps wise like he can make a million dollars 1.1 million dollars from playing 80 percent of the snaps like he wants to be out there because of the money and that eh, it's kind of a kind of an issue when this team has longer term goals and might be better served to just sit the guy for a month oh boy that would cause some tension wouldn't it tommy kern it would be all over that. But, like, it City- it actually would, though. Like, I think that's, that's like, legitimate. No, it would. Gronk would absolutely not be happy about getting sat, nor would anyone else with incentives in their contract to give him over $1 million. Exactly. It would be understandable. Yeah, no, I think he would – yeah, no, it's, it's – it would probably be a non-starter for him, and that's just – boy, I don't know, man. Like, they have to rest him at some point because I really do. He is not running the same as he was running in week one. 
Okay, and I don't think he fell off a cliff from the Jags game to the Lions game or whatever. I think he's legitimately hurt. And I think, man, if I were them, I'd just rest them Green Bay, Tennessee, the bye week, and then hopefully after about a month off, he'd be good to go um, for the Jets. Yeah, for sure. feel bad for the big fella. He's clearly lumbering around there hurt. You can tell he's hurt. It's probably they said it was his back, and then what? It was, what was it? His they talked about his ankle before that. The and ankle his back. Yeah, the ankle's been the one that's been on the injury report since after the Jacksonville game. Yeah, he really turned it pretty bad. I saw it as an avid ankle. I'm gonna have arthritis in about twenty years. So Did you yeah, saw it in well, the Jags game. I I I I vaguely remember. No, not the Jags game. When he rolled it, I remember it though. Okay. Well, he. I remember it. Yeah, he's he's just not a hundred percent physically. So I mean, no. just to go back to your question, man, like Kelsey or Gronk. I mean, I'll take Kelsey over this Gronk. Yeah, only an idiot wouldn't. But Kelsey over healthy Gronk, still, I'd take healthy Gronk. Good job, Alonzo. Good boy. Well, it'll play out. Yeah. It'll play out. Gronk Gronk will have like a hundred twenty yard game in the in the playoffs against the Chiefs, and we'll love to see it. Yeah. You'll, you'll yeah. be able to ask me. <laughs> like, I'll be able to shred you like I shredded you about Sony Michelle being good. Who? Cross-eye. Who? Oh, that guy. Cross-eye. Oh, that guy. Okay. James yeah. White's back up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> only Todd Gurley wouldn't be James White's back up at this point. Holy shit, James White. I love him. Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, we need to talk about the game. <laughs> first thing, I, first thing I want to talk about is how disastrous this Monday Night Football crew is. How disastrous Booger McFarland's whatever the hell, whatever the hell he's got going on. He blocks, he obstructs fans' views, and they put the TV on the back of his little machine there, and they think that's good enough. Like these people were paying in some games probably upwards of five hundred dollars a seat. And they think it's okay to just stroll Booger around, obstruct their view, and just put a TV on their back and say, yeah, here you go. Here's Booger. He's on a fucking gigantic whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, go ahead. And by the way, he says things like Malcolm Brown is the key to the Patriots run defense. Like he said, he as he was, he pointed to Malcolm Brown as being like the Patriots best run defender. He talked about him like he was Vince Wilfork. Exactly. He said all he did was say. New England, Vince Wilfork, defensive tackle. Where, where's that guy? I remember that guy. And then he looked at the roster and saw that Malcolm Brown was starting, and then he just went off about Malcolm Brown. God knows who Lawrence Guy is or Trey Flowers. I mean, pretty God. hard guys. Yeah, who, who knows who those guys are? God knows that Lawrence Guy has like an 89 PFF grade this year. It's bordering Dick, on elite. It was, it was well, it, it is elite. It's a number. He's the number five t- uh, D tackle right now, or number five or number three. Last time I checked a couple of days ago, it was like it was in ninety, wow. it was ninety point one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then yeah, who knows, right? Trey Flowers, that Beast. only the number one rated defensive edge player in the NFL. Ooh. Stud, yeah, please abs- pay him. Oh, yeah. And and then J- there was Jason Witten, who at one point during the game, was, oh, I think the I think the key to the game is to pound the ball up the middle on the Patriots. And I was like, oh yes, please do, please run the ball every down up the middle. I'm yeah, sure. That's, I'm that's, sure if you ask Doug Peterson, right? I'm sure if you ask Doug Peterson, he's like, yeah, 
that ground and pound, man. It was everything. <laughs> Keys to the game. Just run it up the gut. <laughs> just absolutely do it. Yeah. You, you know, you see, you you know, see Andy Reed. Trey Flowers. Andy Reid would Trey run Flowers. He absolutely would. He would He would absolutely not stretch the field with his passing horizontally and deep. He would absolutely just hand it off up the middle and smash mouth football, baby. Let's go. This is 1986. <laughs> To Jason Witten is awful. To be He's fair, Jason awful. Witten was coached by Jason Garrett for the last. He's awful. Sucks. He is. He's horrible. He's so bad. And I'm not one of those guys. I don't like to meet the broadcast. I don't like doing. I don't like just sitting in silence watching. I don't know how you guys do that. I can't just sit there and not listen. Yeah, I tr- I actually tried it for a little part of the first quarter, and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> but it was a train wreck, though. Joe Tess is good. I don't know who any of these people are. I absolutely don't. I just know I just know Jason Witten sucks and Booker McFarland's on whatever the hell that what is that even called? What is it what do they call this? What do they what call the, this contraption? Uh, whatever calls it like the he, Booger Mobile. Well he he literally has like if you look at a still picture of him, he's got three coffees. He's got like three phones and they're all plugged in. It's it's he's got like four views of the game. What the hell? What is the? Who came up with this? You need fired. You need absolutely discipline. Get out of here. Sucks. Yeah. No. Nah, there's there's no arguing with you. <laughs> On to the game. You know we uh, we said the Patriots recover. Totally right. Totally easy game from the jump. Never totally in doubt. On the tough game. Never in doubt. Yeah. It was it, it was just one of those division games. The, the Patriots have like one game a year where it's just like. It almost looks like they're, they've forgotten how to play offense. They, they play at least one a year, and I don't think the games before this were like this because they were fielding Chris Hogan as wide receiver one. But the, Julian Edelman had a big game. Yeah, was he's that, back. That was, that was really – Julian Edelman, James White, and it was tough. Uh, from the get-go, Lager and Waddle absolutely wrecked the first couple drives. I really figured that they would give – Waddle some help. They didn't. Kind of went back. Brady was getting hit a lot. Brady got absolutely crushed on probably what do you say six or seven throws. We saw him just get absolutely crushed. He got he was yeah. on he's on the ground a lot. Yeah, the the one to Josh Gordon, which by the way was a bad throw. I think Gordon should have caught it, but it was a bad throw. He got destroyed on that one. Yeah, he abs- he absolutely did get destroyed. Josh Gordon should have <laughs> caught the ball there for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that and uh, the Bills' defense, I was just really impressed. Like, they were hitting hard. They were rallying the tackles. I mean, you saw Edelman create some yak a couple times, and he was getting – you know, he was getting wrecked. Like, I was I was afraid two or three plays, but I was like, is Edelman yeah. going to get up? <laughs> he got nailed pretty hard uh, two or three times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a block in the first quarter where he got – crushed and you're really you hold your breath every time to be honest with that like with all these guys they're the main goal of the next eight games and hopefully the next 11 games to keep everyone healthy and win enough to be honest like man because I think if they're healthy they'll be the best team at the end I still think that but they really they don't have any margin for a guy going down this year, and well, we saw it the first few weeks of the season, and we still see it now. So Edelman taking the hits he was taking last night is 
really not what you want to see, but they don't really have a choice with how the offense is constructed. Yeah, a, a thing that's been a problem, we t- I know we talked about it last year, is the red zone offense, which you wouldn't think it would be that that bad. Remember last, eh. remember last year? The, I mean, no, no, no. This No, no, no. Last year it was bad. Last year for uh, – they started out hot, and then the second month of the season – was just the red zone offense getting in there, installing drive after drive after drive. This year, though, I think it's been yeah, it's it's, it's been, been all right. Last last night was an aberration. Was right. but that it's was been all right. Ask. Do you, do you think that was an aberration or just it, yeah? I did. I did. Yes, too. they kicked a whole lot no of field goals. I don't think there'll be a ton of games where Josh Gordon, Gronk, James White, Sony Michelle, Julian Edelman, even the ghost of Chris Hogan will get get these red zones touchdowns. And but. <laughs> And by the way, yeah, what what's going on with the Bills? That Bills first drive offense. What's up with that? The high school offense. Did you love it? I loved it too. Actually. I loved I like, it. <laughs> I was scared. It was like so fun. And I was like, oh god, here comes the high school offense to absolutely wreck the fucking game. This is Dolphins Wildcat all over. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the crowd, the crowd was so weird, too. Like, they were – it was a division game, but in prime time, they're all drunk. They're all Throwing fired dollars. up. Love to see it. Throwing, multi, like, three? What was it? How do you, three dildos? Okay, how do you sneak a dildo into this game? Where are the stadium police? I need some cavity searches. I can think no of one dildos. way. <laughs> it's a tradition, man. At this point, I love it. I actually respect the Bills fans for doing Of course you do. Of course you do. Well, yes. Like, come on, man. Stay. You, they have a shtick. They stick to it. It's respectable. I was actually DMing one of my Bills fans' friend, and I, I DMed him. I was like, I'm really glad you guys have no idea how to draft or evaluate quarterbacks. Like, I'm really glad. The, the Bills don't just have Josh Rosen for the next couple of years and they have a tight end at quarterback because that team, that defense is really good. The defense is really good. I don't think their, spe- their special teams is decent. Oh, yeah. And they're all, you know, their offense is terrible, but if they had a quarterback, they wouldn't be bad. They, they would be decent and they would win a lot of games. They would win a ton of games. Like last year, they had Tyrod Taylor and they won a bunch of games just because they were just average. Yeah. I think their weapons on offense are a disgrace, to be totally honest. But with, yeah, if they had Josh Rosen right now, we'd be talking about them as maybe a playoff team. Maybe. Like, that That defense is so good, and it's so young, and they're going to grow. And I, Josh Allen is – I'll die on the hill that he's going to be terrible. But if for some reason he isn't, yeah, the Bills are going to be a force. Yeah, for sure. Other other takeaways from this game, like I said, Joy and Elman had a big game. Waddle was absolutely horrible, and I didn't know why they did give him help earlier. They did, they they gave him a nice James White chip, and it instantly was like big play. Instantly, Brady had time to throw. I didn't think Trent Brown was that great. He was all right. He was he he. I, I would say without looking, I would say he gave up probably two or three pressures. Then Shaq Mason got hurt. Ted Cross had to be thrown in there, and was bad for probably the first couple plays he was in. I didn't really notice him after that, but the Patriots just – yeah, he's a nah, – He wasn't. The, the Patriots just did enough. They got the pick six, Alonzo. DMAC was 
He, that's the it's fastest the runner they recorded this season. Can you believe that? I can't believe that, and he I was just so fast. I don't believe like, it. He was really fast. He, it, it was he was really fast, but I've seen Tyreek Hill play football. It's okay. Well, I've he's seen just it. not as fast in logic. Can you please handle that? He's got short little legs. He might be fast, but he's got those short little legs. D Max bald, bro. He's got all sorts. Yeah. He's, got, he's got all sorts of wind resistance thing going on. <laughs> he's like he weighs less. He's got the wind resistant. It, it was dope to see. It was really cool. Landon Roberts played well. I thought he did. He looked he like played he, really well. He might have gotten a little bit banged up. Uh, he came back in the game. Good for fine. sure because. And Landon Roberts, for all the sucking he does, when, there's just games where he's just like, you're like, oh, that's a good NFL player. He's pretty good. Yeah, it's just he's replacement level, maybe above replacement level slightly. Just, you know, good enough. You can plug him in there. And the, the issue becomes when you have, like, five versions of the Landon Roberts at their positions along the front seven. But – yeah, one Landon Roberts is not bad, and he was pretty good last I year. I was really intrigued back. by Cordero Patterson at running back. We've kind of been clamoring. We saw it a couple times. I don't like I, I don't I don't like that every time he was back there, it seemed like they handed it off to him because it just seemed like yeah, it it seemed That's to me like it was a tell because <laughs> Buffalo's linebackers actually blew up Cordero Patterson on three or four plays. But I don't know. Alonzo, do you think he knows the like the pass protections? Because yeah. I think that's that's probably the problem. Because there's no way you can fake a handoff to Cordero Patterson. Because he, he has there's not only a does zero he have to think chance. about well, Brady's going to step this way. I've got to put my hands this way, and then he's got to look up and think, well, uh, is he going to who do I block? There's a linebacker. There's a defensive tackle. There's a corner. Like, I don't know who to block. I think that's that's probably the main problem in it. But it's it would it would be totally fine if it wasn't a tell because he's absolutely like a freak of nature when he gets the ball. But there's just he's just a tell. The the one issue though the one issue is it's a tell not only that it's going to be a run but it's that it's going to be a run to the right. outside. Like they, if you note unless he's in the shotgun right if you, if you noticed uh, last night they weren't running him they ran him out of the eye a bunch of times but even when it was like at the end of game situation. They were running like outside stretch plays for him, so that's that's a one um, one issue. Like you can you know it's going to be an outside run to either the left or right if you're the defense. The other issue is that if he's in the backfield, he is gonna run the ball in a heavy personnel package. He's not going to pass protect unless like I feel like one gadget play they'll do at least once with him is they'll fake a little handoff to him and he'll just leak out into the flat. Pretend like he's pass blocking the leak out into the flat. They'll do that at some point. Yeah, for sure. He's just gonna have to remember all those things. That's like three. That's like at least three things he has to remember. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Did you see the play where Brady had a line no, last didn't. night? It was like, come! Oh my God! It, Patterson was lined up as the the only guy to I think the right of the offense, like the only guy out wide. It's probably Gronk on the line there. Um, Brady motions him back in to be behind Edelman in the slot so he could fake a little reverse to him. And Brady has to tell him like three or four times, get in, get in, get in. 
and Patterson is just like, what, what, what? So he finally motions back, and Edelman has to tell him, okay, lined up behind, line up behind me. <laughs> okay. Look for the play. Look, if you rewatch the game, look for that play. It's Edelman, it's Patterson lining up directly behind Edelman, and Edelman telling him last minute, you're doing this. I'm not even kidding. People, if you notice this, please tweet us because I'm not going crazy. I swear. Can I tell you that a happened. funny story? You're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. So in high school, I played I played defense, but also played tight end, and I didn't care about playing tight end. Uh, surprisingly, I didn't give a shit at all. I hated playing tight end. I didn't want to know the plays. I didn't care to learn the plays. And uh, we, occasionally, I would ha- I would hide behind people in practice, and I would you know not go in in the sec in the second and third string. I would just not take the reps because I didn't give a shit. And when, and eventually the coaches would just see me and be like, get in there, Williams. I'd be like, okay, whatever. So I, I get in there, and the quarterback's my best friend. And so he, they call the play, and there's a tell for tight ends which side you're on. And all I have to do is pretend like I know what I'm doing as soon as I line up. So I, I'm like, hey, I'm over here, right? I'm on the left side, right? Yeah. Wait, no, he said, no, you're on the you're on this side. And I was like, Okay. So I go on – I was like, I don't think this is right, but he's a quarterback. There's no way he should not know this. So I line up, and our coach, who's an extremely, extremely, uh, I would say, average average football coach in the way that he would discipline us. And uh, so I line up, and, okay, you know I'm in the wrong spot. And, and he he screams at me. He starts screaming at me. And he's like – he looks at the tight end coach, and he's like, I never want to see Bryson playing tight end ever again. And so I was relieved in my tight end duties, which I loved, but I didn't love getting roasted in front of everyone. So I kind of felt like Cordero Patterson. I'm basically doing a podcast with Cordero <laughs> Patterson right now. That's oh, what we man. love to I was, see. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. I got it pretty good, but I didn't know anything and I didn't give a shit. I was just like Cordero Patterson, except for I sucked. So it wasn't like you could just line me up and it would be okay because I would, you know, catch this <laughs> pass and run my four three forty to the house. It's not happening. So you couldn't like compete with Ryan Switzer athletically is what you're telling me. No, I I probably outweighed I probably outweighed Switzer by a solid fifty pounds in high school. <laughs> Maybe sixty. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is peak huge Bryson. This is uh, huge Bryson. No good. Huge no Bryson. Good. No, okay. it's not scary. That's, that's it's, scary. It's bad. Though. It's really that's scary. It's really fat and eating like a lineman because I was a lineman. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, then that's not good. But I don't. I don't what do you no, put it? Is I mean, Twitter if you saw it, you'd be like, ah, he's, he's not that big. But until you, if if you really knew me, you'd be like, oh wow, Bryson is absolutely huge. Why is why why is there any need for you to be that big, Bryson? And they just kept feeding. They just kept feeding me. So, Bryson, Bryson, I have a question. Did you make someone change their Twitter oh. profile picture last night? <laughs> we need to have this dialogue. I might have. Me. Might have done that. I mean, you put it. Well, you, you put know, them in a body bag. There's, there's two. You, you, you there's like them. three spectrums of Patriots fans Twitter. One is like us, and that's the fun loving, likes to give, likes to give takes, and actually has thoughtful opinions, and you know, just likes to think for themselves. Thinks, thinks to question Belichick once in a while, but 
generally will defer to then there, he's fucking Belichick. But still makes jokes about yeah, him making like them that's not okay. Then the, the next one is zero walls. So then you have the fuck this, Bill Belichick, I fucking hate you, Bill Belichick, blah, 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 zero walls. And then you have the other one, which is the other side from us, who they never, they will never, you will never find like an opinion of like, I don't think this player is good. Not even on a, another team. Not not on one. You'll never find any thoughtful opinion. It's just them just trying to stick it to other people because they think they're smart, but they're not. And so I tweeted tw- two weeks ago. And three weeks ago, I think I was like, you want to know a horror story? D- D-Max cat. It was during year. the Chiefs Which, game. by the way, um, it's a horror story. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's 13 fucking mil. There's there's zero chances that I'm the cap at 13 mil next year. Like there's zero, ch- I'd say there's zero chance. And he quotes correct. it and says, "Good call, stupid." After he returns a pick six, like I haven't watched seven other fucking games in the NFL, and I know for a fact there's no chance he's going to be. So, you, Alonzo, we just had the we just had I I hinted at this last week. I kind of told him I was like, "You'd hate to see me drop the picture of you, right?" You just absolutely hate to see that. And you'd think they'd see it because they stalked my timeline and they'd be like, all right, this guy means business. I'm going to back off. But they didn't. So I had to, I had to put him in a body bag. I had to really show his true face. And that was a virgin who needs to get laid. So get laid. It's, it's a very, very ugly face. It's ungroomed. It's just, he's very ugly, man. Um, no homo, but just Jesus, Ooh, yeah. look at him. It's a, uh, it's pretty bad. Tough time getting a date. That guy does. I bet. Yep. You hate this. I would imagine. Yeah. I don't know. Shave. Just please shave. <laughs> this shit looks disgusting. Okay, it looks like you have a like a and little I also baby like ferret the move under that your he chin. Did was by saying that's not me and made it his profile picture and laughed about it, bro. That's you. That's a hundred percent you. Like we we know it's you. That that is literally you, bro. That's that's you. <laughs> wow, wow, just what a clown! And the guy, it's just him mocking people that have opinions that are like. Dwayne Allen might not be a good value. Oh, it's fantasy football. Fantasy football did this to us. It made us less smart. What? Yeah, it's it's really bad, Alonzo. Like I said, there's no original takes. There's absolutely none. And it's just like a cesspool of like negative energy. Like it's just like it's it's just absolutely like it's yeah, like, what the actually f- yeah. like what what is wrong with you people? Like what is and, and the funniest part to me is they all hate on Boston Sports Radio, which I don't listen to Boston Sports Radio. I could could give a shit about it, but they all they do is listen to Boston Sports Radio. And complain about Boston Sports Radio. Why, why does everyone do this? Oh my God, Boston exactly. Sports Radio right. is so bad. But God right. knows, I'm. A... Yeah. <laughs> Did you see what Felger just said? Boston Sports Radio is stupid. That would be I like listening to Felger. That would be like, idiot. I complain about why? Nick Wright, but I don't, I don't sit in front of my TV every day and go wonder what Nick Wright's gonna say, so I can bitch about it. Like I'm never gonna do that. Even, like when Colin <laughs> Coward over the summer went through the phase of being a complete moron, I just didn't listen to the show. I was like, eh, no, thank you. I'm gonna tune out. I can list, I can watch some highlight clips every once in a while. But no, those those people are like, yep, we're gonna listen to Felger and exactly. Mass all day long because that's what we do. I don't know. You just do you, bro. I, you just do you. No, listen like, to Felger and Mass. I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this account from yesterday. 
it's like the guy just favorites tweets about shit not working for the Patriots. And when one thing hits, he just like tries to kill the people. Like, look, Andy Hart tweets yesterday, Patterson runs not working. And they weren't for a decent chunk of the game. Then one Patterson run hit kind of big. And this guy responds, good call, dummy. <laughs> like, what, what's the point of that? They weren't hitting, but they weren't <laughs> One hitting. of them retweeted my 2016 Marcus Cannon sucks takes, which if you search Bryson NFL and Marcus Cannon, you're going to see like a ton of like Marcus Cannon is a good, Marcus Cannon is J.J. Watt's father, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, there was a part, there was a point where Marcus Cannon sucked. 2015 Marcus and Cannon like, was the good, worst good call, in bro. History. Good he, call. He might have been worse you know than Jordan Richards. He's had Richards. one good year in his career, but in the rest, he's actually sucked really bad. But definitely good call. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick out this one play where he was good or one game. Good call, bro. Boom. Drop. I'm dropping Look the at mic this on you on my Twitter Allen. That's boom. How do you like that? Take that, Bryson NFL. God, you're so fucking smug with NFL in your name. You think you're so fucking smart. Take that. How does that feel? Me. You hear those crickets? That's how that feels. I don't care. <laughs> Love to see it. Um, it really does it must, suck. To it suck. sucks to suck. Imagine living your my, life like that. The, like just my favorite like thing that. is that uh, he, I think he tweeted me, so I look, look at his timeline and uh, Deshaun Jackson was like rumored to, call, uh, you know, have a trade or something, and he was like, "Any interest?" <laughs> like making fun of people that like want wide receivers on the Patriots, and I screenshotted it, and then like literally an hour later, Adam Schefter, rap or whoever was like, "The Patriots are heavily, yeah, the Patriots are heavily Blazer. rumored to wide receivers." It's like, yeah, good call, pal. It, weapons, yeah, actually, sometimes Bill Belichick <laughs> likes to trade for wide receivers. Like, good call, really good call. Yeah, he. I can a hundred percent lock it in. He was one of the people that was making fun of Pats fans. Oh, absolutely. For absolutely. Um, wanting Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Josh Gordon. No lock chance. that in. Like I, I tweeted. I tweeted. Yeah. Uh, there this, was a chance. I think how it's how it started. I don't remember how it started, but they just recently started getting on my ass, <laughs> and and they it was a Patrick Peterson tweet where I was just like. My, I don't know. My gut feeling is that the Patriots might put an aggressive offer to Patrick Peterson because they, they, they're they seeing that, you know, the Chiefs could drop the Chiefs game after the Chiefs game. The like, Chiefs game. I don't know. That, prob- that that could – I could see where the Patriots would be like, wow, we need another corner. We need – we definitely need another corner. And they were like, wow, you're so stupid. Okay, cool. Very cool. Very cool. And by the way, they hate on our dad all the time. That's SB forty nine. That's not cool. Hate that. If Pat's SB forty nine is going to have him killed. I have no, <laughs> I have no doubt about that. Okay, but if you fuck with Pat's SB forty nine, you're just, just kind of not in for a good time. I don't think he responds. Pat's SB forty nine. When he does it's, respond, it's like a, it's like a bomb. It never goes it's well like for the person respond. <laughs> That's it's more. It's like fucking Nagasaki. Wow. In Hiroshima. PC culture. 
I'm literally shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bryson, just bitch to your gender Actually, studies. Actually, we scheduled classes together, and that, I saw okay. that we have an entire de- a category dedicated to gender studies. So I really wanted to take it, but I didn't. Can you believe me that I really wanted to take those classes? I'm sure it'd be really fun. Gender studies. I there are people who I can believe you. Yeah, sure. D one impressive schools and major in gender studies, and think that's okay. Hey, hey, hey! Considering <laughs> a major switch, okay? Considering it, really making Just fun rude. of me? That's absolutely rude. rude. Oh, by the way, one other thing uh, that we'd love to see is the Packers, before they play the Patriots, trading away their first or second best secondary player. You'd love to see that. Second best, but sure. Yeah, do love to see it. Uh, They're worse today than they were yesterday. That's good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. We'll get into that Friday or whenever the hell we do it. Whenever... You know, Alonzo might be in gender studies class, so he probably can't get out to just have Oh, prison. Or Sounds prison. Like a good place. I've been there. <laughs> oh. Okay. I might be in the asylum too. It might move me to West Virginia. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, gangbanger from Boston. Really famous. Just got killed. Get just got killed in West Virginia today. He's like eighty seven years old. Did you see it? Oh, okay, okay. Yep. okay. Transfer to West Virginia. Yeah. Next day, woke yeah, up dead. That. You don't know what I've seen in these streets. <laughs> you don't know what I've seen in these Aces. streets, Alonzo. When I was growing up, I once was in the park, and I saw a lady litter. She littered Alonzo right in front of me, and yeah, I could have picked it. I could have picked it up. Litter. Really, someone went by and eventually picked it up. But this really, it just turned the corner for me, and I knew that life wasn't all ga- fun and games. And from that end, it was rough. It was just rough in these mean streets. Sometimes life is just literally trash. Yeah. Come to West Virginia, dead the next day. It can happen, right. guys. It can yeah. happen. Bryson, are you a suspect in the investigation? Well, this happened to Brewston Mills. I don't, I don't frequent in Brewston Mills very often. It's a, it's a <laughs> complex called Hazleton. No, notably, one of the worst prisons in the United States. He's choking up now. He's in fear. Alonzo doesn't even know how to take this. He's like, wow, <laughs> Hazleton sounds really scary in West Virginia. I'm going to start coughing and pretend like I'm not pissing my pants right now. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> What are you talking about? I was coughing. Wait, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. You're, ghost, you're ghosting on me. Oh, wow. Ugh. Ugh. Do we have any more trade and stuff to talk about? Because I, I, I feel like this podcast is therapy. I feel like this podcast is therapy. I'm over and it. I'm just not I'm over, over it. it. I'm totally over to it. To be totally honest. I'm going to be over I'm over it. I'm done. It's over. Look, I actually made a thread last year. On last year, holy shit! Yesterday was not last year. I was not in the hyperbolic time chamber. Yesterday, I made a thread okay. about Demarius Thomas and how he was good. I even texted you and I said, "Hey, good, just go look up Demarius Thomas's plays because uh, I'm gonna have to go delete those. I'm gonna have to go delete them." He's now. better than Chris Hogan. Yeah, 
like for me to be honest I just I saw the Tate stuff from yesterday I was convinced the Patriots were going to trade for him and really the thing that scared me was the report about Gordon from yesterday because he's been great since he's gotten here and he's by all accounts been like a model citizen but the guy still has those his past is not great right we can say that so with Gore, like one slip up what if he just doesn't show up for practice on Wednesday of the AFC championship game like that's it's possible it's week to week with him it's really day to day and the offense right now as it's currently constructed is fine and I think they can outscore anyone in the biggest games uh, I think they proved that against Kansas City. I think they've proven that ever since they've gotten Edelman and Gordon into the mix and integrated. But, I mean, it's fickle, okay? They're hanging by a thread of a guy that they're going to have to depend on for the rest of the season who, for his entire career, has just not been dependent. I'm confident in Josh Gordon. And what I like to see after that report was Josh Gordon was the first player to show up. So, I don't know. I, I, I saw Nick. I saw where Nink said that he thought it was to get a rat out of the building, and I I believe it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Uh, yeah, I, like oh, even I want to believe that, and that's like that's fair. But if, even even if it was just a rat, the fact that we all reacted the way we did to it shows that we all just kind of know that. The possibility exists that it's just not going to work out and that it, like as cliche as it sounds and as stupid as it sounds, like they're depending on a guy so much that has never been dependable. And now their their season kind of hinges on him and a lot of players that have had, you know, sort of struggled with injuries, um, being able to keep it together for the next hopefully 11 games. Yeah, we, we hope so. And I can't – I absolutely just – I've been talking about it for weeks, but I just can't wait until the Brady-Gordon connection is just totally there, and it's just totally there. You can tell that Josh Gordon is kind of – you can tell he's had a hamstring injury is what I mean. You can just – I can just tell – it just looks to me like he's not mm-hmm. he's not 100% yet. Once he gets to 100%, if he does, Brady connection to Jordan. Jordan, oh, my God. I, I'm – Yep, I'm done. Brady connection to Josh Gordon in yeah. the playoffs. We're going to love it. I think Josh Gordon has – he like I said, he showed up first. He's been good. He's He talked to the media. I just don't buy it. I think I think Josh Gordon's going to be okay. But you're definitely right that it definitely – when we when everyone saw that Adam Sh- – or that rap notification and I saw Josh Gordon and Patriots, I, I it was like someone told me my dog died. I was like, oh, my God, holy shit. This isn't good. Not... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was – I think that was everyone's reaction, man, because it's it's fickle. It's so fickle with them. And plus, like, really, you imagine 11 personnel with um, White, Gronk, Edelman, Gordon, and Tate for 24 hours and then Tate gets straight into the Eagles. You're – you know – it's kind of a letdown. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. It's definitely a letdown. But I'm happy with this Patriots team. 
I think it says a lot about the team that they went on the road and just grinded out. Absolutely on both sides, grinded out. An absolutely yeah. ugly game. The defense didn't make Derek Anderson look like Joe Montana. Shout out to Christian Black. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Black, incredible again last night. Unbelievable performance in what was a horrible game. Just objectively, it felt like a preseason game in terms of the quality of play. Christian Black brought it again. He's the most consistent performer in um, Pat's nation, Pat's Twitter. I'd put him up there with Brady in terms of consistency, just overall. Christian Black is amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely, it's just absolutely hilarious. Like you, once he, once the caps locks are turned on, you just know you're gonna just, you're just gonna laugh, and you can't. You, you just can't look at the <laughs> tweets and like you can't just be you can't be serious about it. Like I know there's some people that will hate on him and like just you know call him a bandwagon Pats fan. And to me, he's just he's just funny. Like he's just downright hilarious that he freaks out that much. <laughs> it was like it's like me when I was 15 years old cheering for the Pats. And I would freak out like that. Except for we didn't have Twitter back then, so I was probably in my living room like. Jesus Christ, Steve Gregory is terrible. Fuck this guy. Dante Hightower sucks. <laughs> I, me- I remember that. I remember the. Uh, it's absolutely hilarious. If you don't follow him, just go follow him for the tweets. Just check his timeline. There's gonna be well at least one. I'll I'll probably quote tweet at least like one per one per game or at least two per game. And all all I say is sir. Period. And he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah we we on this podcast support christian black we love christian black we are christian black stands as they would say absolutely who else is awesome i can't think of another another like really good follow during the game someone i'm just during the during the game man during the game to be honest i don't even check the timeline i just go to like your account um, Christian's account, and I tweet, and I, I don't really read many, um, to be honest, unless they're huh. injury tweets. I yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's no, there's just there's no one better. No one does it better than Christian Black during a Patriots game. No, I actually no no no. I have one guy that it probably does it better because it's just an aggregation of What's everyone that? else's stuff. I think you know who I'm talking We're about. We're not going to mention the man who must not be spoken. <laughs> Bread Patriots. <laughs> his last Brett, name is, in fact, Patriots. Is his last name Patriots? Okay. Bread Patriots. Yeah. It's an aggregation, okay? Respect that. Of all the good bad stakes, it's just you can find them all on Brett's timeline, and they're not repeated. <laughs> They're not retweeted. They're just uh, my, tweeted. You know, you really miss you miss out on the like the group chat because, of course, we're no, you do. No, no. I don't. I've been in there no, a bunch it's of times. Awesome. No, it's like in the, in the in the patch chat, the original patch chat. By the way, everyone else is, is just fraudulent. You're all fraudulent. In the original patch chat, like <laughs> Hogan, Chris Hogan will make a play, and it's like everyone in capital letters Hogan, and then it's like. Uh, who like someone will make a play like Eric Rowe will get burnt and then everyone will start tagging me and be like death row Bryson's so stupid blah blah it's just absolutely hilarious oh yeah, rest Rowe, in peace done. Eric Rowe by it's the a contract way. year he's done he's death Rowe is done. dead 
Yeah. As predicted on my timeline. I thought he'd go. Honestly, thought he'd go IR. on IR sooner. <laughs> after week two, after after week two, he was yeah. definitely hobbled. Not looking good at all. Looked horrible. Came back. Hmm. Yeah, it's Duke Dawson hmm. season, man. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just Duke gonna Dawson. wait. I'm just gonna let it play out. It's gonna let it play out. That's a smart move. Okay, we went all in on anti Duke Dawson takes. Uh, for the better part of the off season. So right now, let's just hedge our bets. I'm gonna say anything. Duke Dawson sucks. I said it. I said it. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. no. I'm just kidding. Oh just no. Kidding. Duke Dawson doesn't suck. Wink. Yeah, Duke absolutely Dawson's not. not by the Jonathan, way. Jones. Jonathan Jones is a good. You know, before before the season, we had no idea how Duke Dawson would get on the field, and here he is. There, death row gets hurt. J Max playing well. J.C. Jackson is just really inconsistent and young, not looking like he's. Hopefully, hopefully Duke Dawson can get in there and make an impact. You know, yeah, or maybe he just take, be the fourth corner. Maybe he takes some deep. Hey, that's some, all we're asking uh, for. Snaps at deep safety. Yeah. Yep. Deep safety. I thought you'd say I thought you'd say mm. check and running. Back. Well, see, Same right now I, I'm totally forgetting about Duke Dawson's measurables because that's how how long it's been. What is he like five <laughs> eleven? I think he's like five eleven and basically slot corner slash box. Like he has Patrick Chung crossed with Jonathan Jones fast. measurables. I yeah. don't know. I, that's my favorite. Like that's average. my favorite part about. Um, me is that every time the Patriots have a slow corner, I'm just like, yeah, put them on tight ends. That's good. Put them on tight ends. It's a great matchup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm I've ever since they got Eric Rowe, I've been saying they should put them on like Kobe Fleener. When we play Kobe Fleener, basically do use Eric Rowe. Like it's over. It's okay. Now they'll never do that again because it's over. Eric Rowe. Eric Rowe, I'll say this. I'll say this. We'll have off-season podcasts. Hopefully, they'll be more positive than last year's. Eric Rowe is not going to be back on the Patriots. You can write that in pen. No, definitely not. He's definitely not going to be. Hate to see it. Yeah. Love the player. Love the guy. Just love him. Absolutely love him. Like the way he took on the fans after getting absolutely torched. He, you know, he didn't really – after the Super Bowl, everyone hated Eric Rowe. And he didn't, he didn't go all – yeah, he he, he wasn't go bad. all Cyrus he Jones wasn't bad in the Super Bowl. and just absolutely cry. He remember when Cyrus Jones made his profile picture like black, like it was just a black screen, and then he was just this guy's dude's a psychopath. He didn't do that. Eric Rowe took your slander in stride. He didn't care. He just you know, kept going. I gave him the confidence. Alonzo gave him the confidence. He went out there and balled. He got then he got hurt. Hate to see it. No comp pick coming. Is like who signs Eric Rowe? Like who's like? He's gonna get him. He's gonna get a. I'll bet you Seattle bet signs him. Good in Seattle. Seems like their type cover of three system. Yeah. Yeah, Justin Coleman, shout out. Balling in Seattle. Bryson Alonzo. Really Let's make this a quick one. Bryson Alonzo. One hour later, still talking about the Patriots. <laughs> Jesus. Talking about Justin what? Coleman. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. This is how we do it. Um, really do. quick, Patriots didn't use any of their picks. Justin Herbert, question mark? Trade up, Justin Herbert, question mark? 
please no exclamation point. I'm on the fence. Please. I'm on the fence. I don't know. Pretty please. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about the draft guys yet. I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. But I'll say this: if I'm them, I go all in on Brady's last years, and you'll probably suck when Brady's gone anyway. The core of the team is aging out of their prime. Blow that shit up once it gets time to do it. And my last take is that I feel really good that the Patriots didn't make a trade, have all their picks. They didn't get. They actually didn't go all out at the trade deadline. What's that tell you, Alonzo? That they like where their team is right now. I also think the fact that they were looking at receivers tells you they like where their team is at right now. Lombardi always (laughs) says the receiver is the last piece. Also tells me longevity. Belichick, Brady, here for the long run. Not retiring. Brady. 50. Collision Tom Brady. Course. Drinking kale. 65. Tension. <laughs> Tom Brady walks... <laughs> Tom Brady. <clears throat> walks, into, walks into the locker room with a kale cake <clears throat> and his pliability t-shirt and Belichick is 90 and falls over with a heart attack. <laughs> Dynasty over. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Dynasty I'm, literally I dead. I can imagine that's, that's how it is. Brady's using a walker to get in and out. Belichick is even more senile. <laughs> Belichick is drafting 275-pound linebackers. You know what I want to see? I want to see Belichick angrily in his old age, like in his 80s. I want to see him angrily coaching Pee Wee football. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ, Johnny. Yes. Seen it a million times. Get down backer, (laughs) dumbass. Get in there again. God, someone, someone get this Johnny out of the fucking practice. Jesus, Johnny, do your job. Yeah, nah, he would be amazing. It would be amazing. I think um, by the time he'd be doing it, there would be so many complaints about him from, like, angry parents. Like, who does he? this guy think he is talking there to my child like this? There would, abs- there would absolutely oh, be man. those complaints. Absolutely. I can 100% tell you. 100%. Belichick would show up in his long uh, sweatshirt, cut-off sleeves, with his cut-off pants, what is up with Belichick and cutting things? Belichick, can you answer this? I just need one answer where he says, yeah, I just like cutting shit off. Why? What is the point, Bill? He cuts so – he just cuts so much stuff. I think it's for – What? I he think it's for cuts comfort, everything. He, like, he, he cut off the Patriots logo I, on his shirt. He did – Okay, Remember well, yeah, that was old different. Profile okay, picture. That was tension. He cut, he cut the, the thing off of his toboggan. Like – it didn't even look like a toboggan because he cut it. And God, the, what is up with this guy? He's seen old man. He's senile. Senile. Okay. I don't know. His outfit from last didn't night, notice. though, on point. 
as as a bomber jacket aficionado, I um I approved. Open bomber jacket for the first half. He looks he looked about twenty five pounds heavier than he usually does. I'll say that. And uh, before we go, before we really go, I'm gonna share this. I'm gonna share this. I have inside info on the how the Josh Gordon benching and not benching went. You want to hear this? Josh Gordon, please, with the dude in his mouth. He and his cutoff hoodie. You've Oof. seen him wear this cutoff hoodie where he looks absolutely amazing. He just he barges yeah. into Belichick's door. He's like, "Listen, Bill, you fat fuck. I'm playing tonight. I heard you're a bitch and me. Fuck you." I will beat your ass on the sideline. I don't care. I've been to jail. I'll go there again. Walks out. Belichick, Belichick is crying at this point. Brian Flores walks in to console him. Can't do it. Brady, <laughs> Brady and Gronk are at the side snickering because they, they've, always, they've always wanted to do this. Like, Laughing. Hey, Josh, strong on that motherfucker. Josh, Josh walks out. There's Philip Dorsett with his hands crossed. Like, you're getting benched tonight. Josh Gordon pushes away. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here, nerd. <laughs> Uh, Josh That's Gordon exactly throws him in the toilet. Exactly. I can promise you that. <laughs> Heard it reliably from Dorsett's burner. Dorsett is absolutely furious. Go look up Dorsett's burner last tweet. It says, fuck you, Bill. Fuck Dorsett's Josh. burner. Fuck <laughs> tweeted. Fuck, fuck literally everyone. Fuck Kraft, even. Yeah, That's what he said. He's really serious. Fuck Kraft. Yeah. He, yeah. That, you can tell from that. Okay, you can tell from that. The J.C. Jackson burner admitting he was a J.C. Jackson burner five minutes after I outed him on Twitter, though, was hilarious. And he didn't even delete the account. He was just like, yeah, <laughs> He's like, family, fuck you. Yeah, I live, I'm one of the guys that live. Oh, okay. Fuck, go fuck yourself, Alonzo NFL. You see the piece of shit. We're trying to get that big payday out here, buddy. What the hell are you thinking? Jonathan Jones sucks, Alonzo Jesus, NFL. Jonathan what are you Jonathan saying? Jonathan Jones is terrible. All right, Alonzo. Good talking to you. I'm sad that you're sad about the trade deadline, but I think you're going to get over it because the Patriots, they're about to win out. I will get over it. Don't at me. Yes. They're in the process of doing so. And by the way, Josh Gordon, still a Patriot. Okay. Actually, I got this to me. Actually, I I really want to find El Presidente's, El Stool Presidente's tweet. You know which one I'm talking about? The the one about being a gracious winner. <laughs> the one about being a gracious winner. I'm scrolling. I I'm scrolling. So. I'm scrolling. I'm, I'm scrolling. Sure. This motherfucker. He tweets so much. <laughs> you know what is crazy? He says, "You know what is crazy? I'm already focused on the Super Bowl. That's what it's like being from Boston. You enjoy, enjoy a world championship for a couple hours <laughs> and prepare for the next one. Never satisfied." <laughs> This is one of them. You know what? But still, Dave is a diehard Pats fan. You can tell. <laughs> oh wait, not wait. a diehard Red Sox. Fan. This one, I will never forgive Todd Gurley ever. He has made a mortal <laughs> enemy for life. You have no respect <laughs> for your fans if you pull that circus stud. No. You quit plain and simple. That that may be one of the worst plays I've ever been a part of. Nobody <laughs> does that. Nobody. <laughs> No, no, no. The best one says, is the I'm... video where it's my common rational thoughts on Tom Curley. 
he wishes harm on, on so Todd Gurley's family. He says that Todd Gurley should tear both ACLs. <laughs> Wait, this so is funny. funny. This is not funny. Oh my god. I remember he was like, he was like something like, you'd hate to see uh, Todd Gurley get Todd Gurley's family be hurt after this. <laughs> I'm going to go into a coughing fit. Damn it. I got to find this. Guy. I got to find this fucking tweet. There's, there's one better. Not for... Oh my God. I need water. <laughs> I like this one. Only brain dead Eagles fans can spin it that I'm salty about the Super Bowl when I'm asking whether the Super Bowl MVP who beat my team deserves to be the starter. I'm actually giving him credit for his greatness in beating us. How is that salty trying to save your season? A lot he of has people. A, point. a lot of people say I have no weaknesses. He has a, a point. <laughs> that is incorrect. I get car sick on the train and can't work. It's the only. <laughs> it's the only time my competition has an advantage. Other than that, I'm always working, even when I'm sleeping. <laughs> Stool president. Fuck this guy. I hope a ton of ranch fans <laughs> lost their families over this. Won't be so harmless. Then. That was it. That was it. A, damn it there's a tweet about being a boston fan that's so funny he was like he was talking talking about how humble he was the, the girly oh, stuff here, was so much better i don't get why people tweet mean things to me when boston wins titles we've won 11 rings since i started barstool i've remained humble and grounded anybody else with this type of success would become a conceited asshole who rubs it in people's faces luckily i have not <laughs> he's like Trump. He's like Trump. He's sports Trump. Oh, he's Boston it. Trump. Love to see it. He's the best. He is the absolute best. Oh my God. Stool Presidente, if you're listening to this, we love it. I love it. All right, Alonzo, thanks for coming on. Fuck you, Dorsett's Burner and Chris Taylor. Go fuck yourself. And. And. By the way, Josh Gordon did to Bill Belichick what Jimmy Butler did to the Timberwolves. Boom! And we love it. All right, Alonzo. See you later, buddy.